Savannah Markin is a disability lawyer, and he is sounding the alarm on what is likely to be a tsunami of mental health claims due to this far-reaching pandemic. He joins the show right now. Welcome to the show, Savannah. Thanks, Kelly. Good to be here. The implications of a tsunami, that's huge. What are you anticipating? Well, I, I do think that uh, this pandemic is going to take a humongous toll on the uh, just the psychological makeup of the general population, not just in Canada, but around the world. You know, we're already dealing with stresses, stresses of a fast workplace environment. Now there is this huge disruption, let alone the isolation that many people feel. And, uh, you know, my concern is that as people sort of get through this day by day, week by week, month by month, uh, you know, they're going to start having this toll uh, on them. And uh, you're going to see more people who are saying, uh, not only uh, I can't work, but uh, I need treatments and I'm having difficulty getting treatments. And that's going to give rise to disability claims. Uh, and, and, you know, people do uh, oftentimes apply for short-term and long-term disability because of psychological issues stemming from depression, anxiety, phobias, agoraphobias, for example, you know, the fear of being uh, in open spaces around people. I think you're going to see more and more of that as the days and weeks and months go on, unfortunately. I understand you and your colleagues are already being contacted by individuals who are experiencing stress and anxiety and other psychological effects that come with COVID-19. What are the major concerns that you're hearing right now? Well, the major concerns, there are two main concerns. Number one, uh, the concern that uh, claims are being denied by insurance companies. You know, uh, many individuals out there have short-term and long-term disability insurance through work. Some people purchase it privately, but some people have it through work as part of the, their health benefits package. And so when they are applying, uh, they just get flat-out denials, denials on the basis of inadequate medical support or a denial on the basis of you are not disabled uh, from working. You know, this is a workplace issue. It's not an illness uh, issue. So that's one thing, these denials. And there's ways to, to counter that. It's just that people right now are in a very, very precarious state. So they don't know what to do. So they give us a call and we tell them what they need to do. The second issue that I'm seeing more and more is insurance companies typically, when you are on disability, every once in a while ask you to provide them with a medical update. They want to hear from your doctors. They want to understand what is the prognosis. And the problem is that now, with the difficulty of getting to your doctor, getting to the clinic that's treating you, People are having difficulty meeting the deadlines that insurance companies are setting. And the problem is that the insurance company is telling you or telling individuals out there, if you don't get us this update by the end of March or the end of April or whatever the date is, we're going to cut off your benefits. We're going to cut off your payments. And of course, you can just imagine the psychological uh, uh, impact of that statement, especially now when people understand that there's nowhere else to get money. We're all working with different, uh, you know, working environments. And uh, so they're not going to get their doctor's notes. Is there anyone that could step in and say um, to insurance companies, right now, you're going to have to take a pass on getting the doctor's notes? What what can be done about this? Absolutely. 100%. And, and I've been telling people, I've been saying to them, look, one of the best ways around this is to confirm in writing, email your adjuster in writing the difficulty you are having in reaching your doctor, reaching your clinic, getting the, the treatment that you're supposed to be getting and explaining the difficult situation and also making sure that they confirm to you in writing that as a result of this unprecedented situation, they're not going to take any steps to cut you off. And I am finding when, you know, we instruct individuals and tell them, here's what you need to write to your adjuster, 
that in some instances, I would say more instances than others, uh, they get a favorable response. For example, yesterday I had a gentleman who did exactly that. He's a, he's a high income earner. He was earning a six figure salary before he became disabled. And his insurance company told him that unless you provide us with an update by mid April, we're going to cut off your benefits. And I told him what he needs to write to this adjuster. And he did that. And, uh, and he got a response back saying, you know, for the time being, we're okay not getting this update. We understand what's going on. So again, it depends on how you approach an insurance company and the adjuster that's adjusting your claim. Uh, but there are ways to uh, counter and, 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 and to, I, I, you know, I would say, uh, express your, uh, uh, not just frustration with the insurer, but your concern about what will happen if they cut you off. And if you do it in writing, they understand that if they do proceed to cut you off, they can be faced with a lawsuit, not just a lawsuit for the policy uh, uh, payments, but a policy for potentially punitive damages. So insurance companies are, are also trying to manage the situation. But you know, the message that I have for people out there is uh, don't simply accept at face value what the adjuster is telling you. If they're giving you a deadline and you can't meet that deadline because of what's happening right now, you should be confirming with them in writing that you're simply unable to. And, and again, I, I tell people, if you know all else fails, well, then you contact a disability lawyer. Uh, you make sure that you get the proper legal advice because insurance companies still have to abide by the law. You know, for them, it's business as usual. They're still mm -hmm. adjusting claims. They're still paying out claims. They're still responding. They're still there. So don't simply assume that you have no rights because you actually have a lot of rights, and those rights don't get extinguished just because there is an emergency around the country. It's such a, a difficult situation people find themselves in because what you're talking about is basically a double-edged sword. You're already stressed out. You're dealing with anxiety, heightened anxiety during this time of COVID. And then to deal with an insurance company on top of that and um, to try and navigate the language that they speak must be just absolutely um, another another piece uh, to the puzzle of that would uh, exacerbate the, the anxiety that you're dealing with already. Absolutely. Not just for the person, by the way, for the whole family. I mean, you can have right. situations where the main bread, bread earner is the one that's bringing in the disability payments. And imagine at this point in time when you can't, you're not supposed to be getting out of the house except, you know, to shop for groceries or go to a clinic or a pharmacy. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, our payments are going to stop. And, and, you know, with LTD, it's not like EI. LTD is generally 60 to 70 percent of your pre-disability income. Short-term LTD being be, long-term disability. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and short-term disability can be 80 to 100% of your income. So imagine if the insurance company just cuts you off altogether. Mm -hmm. but, but that's what I'm trying to explain to people because I used to work for insurers in the past. Insurance companies may be giving you their position. That does not mean you cannot uh, uh, negotiate or that you cannot push back. In fact, you can. They're just not expecting you necessarily to do that. Right. They're expecting you to simply assume that you'll follow whatever they tell you. That's not reality. If you push back, they will they will adapt and they will accommodate you because the last thing they want is a disability lawyer getting into the picture. That's going to cost them a lot more money and they know that. Savannah, I want to play you a call that we got on the 640 Toronto Morning Show with Stafford and Sapria today. The caller's name is Rick. Shaggy, you want to hit that clip? I lost my job around the first of the year and started on EI and, uh, you know, applied for hundreds of jobs since then. But, of course, when this started, you know, that's all dried up. And my EI is going to run out uh, next month. And I'm wondering if uh, you could tell me if I'm eligible to apply for the emergency response benefit after that. What do you say to uh, that caller, Rick? 
Well, I, I think that new information is coming out every day. My understanding is that he should be able to apply for that. And in fact, the government, the federal government, is putting in more measures uh, to allow individuals like Rick to be able to access more funding. Uh, so what, what I would say to him is you should be going to the government uh, website where they actually list the criteria of what uh, you need to do to apply and you should apply. I mean, I see no reason why individuals out there in Rick's position should not be applying to every program that the government now provides. You know, this is all about survival. And whether you're dealing with disability or whether you're dealing with EI or whether you're dealing with this, the, the, you know, the new benefits that are being introduced, uh, people need to, to get this information, to listen to you guys because, you know, uh, uh, 640, Global, uh, all these news channels are providing this information in real time and apply to whatever programs are available. The name of the game is survival. And I do think we're going to get through this, by the way. I think people like Rick, families like Rick, they're going to get through this, but you've got to get the information you need. And, and there's a lot of information out there. So apply to every program possible. And I think the government is going to be putting in even more measures in place to make sure that the economy does not crater.